Yoga Podcast team is taking a little break while we gear up to bring you an epic season two of the show. But we didn't want to leave you hanging. So in the meantime, I've gathered up some of my favorite IGTV episodes all about the business of yoga and turned them into some little mini episodes for you here on the podcast. Now, these episodes will usually be anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes where I give my two cents on a particular topic that has to do with the business of teaching yoga. I'm sharing from my just over a decade of experience as a yoga teacher, plus um, everything I've learned running a studio, creating and running teacher trainings, um, and now to running an online business. So if you are a yoga teacher and this is something that you do um, as your sole source of income or even as your your air quote side hustle, um, I really hope that you will find these little mini episodes helpful and useful. And if you'd like to stay connected and like kind of take, you know, that next step in our relationship, um, you can head over to my website, corajaru.com slash podcast love. And if you pop your name and your email in there, um, I'll send you a little audio compilation of what a few of my favorite guests from season one had to say when I asked them this question. If you could give one piece of advice to every new yoga teacher out there, what would it be? I think some of their answers might actually surprise you, to be honest. Um, so if you want to have a listen to what some of my favorite guests have had to say about that, we have Richard Miller on that little compilation, Cecily Milne, um, Dr. Shante Cofield, a lot of really great, um, well-established and experienced teachers sharing, you know, their advice and wisdom for all of us. Uh, so if you do want to grab that little audio download, feel free to head over to my website, corajaru.com slash podcast love, and you will get, um, updates from me and that sort of thing as well. When you pop your details in there. All right, so our regular scheduled programming will resume on February 2nd, 2021. But until then, we'll keep these little mini episodes coming. And between now and then, I will even share a couple of full-length episodes where I have been interviewed on other podcasts. Um, I love having an interview show. I get to talk to people who are way cooler than I am and, and sort of drill them with all of my questions about yoga and business and life. Um, but it's also super fun when uh, the tables have been turned. So I think we'll release maybe four or five, um, interviews that I've done over the year. So if you want to get to know a little bit about me and my story more than you already do, um, then keep your eyes peeled for those as well. Okay, so um, I hope you enjoy these little mini episodes and stay tuned for season two beginning in early Feb. And if you want to stay connected, remember it's corajaru.com slash podcast love. See you soon. 
Hey, and welcome. In this IGTV, I'm going to talk all about business and having a menstrual cycle and how to plan for those two things happening together. So if you are someone who bleeds and someone who has a business or is in the process of creating one, this video is for you. So I first need to call out a couple of things. One, I am not an expert in this. It's just something that I apply to my own business and my own life that I think has been really, really important for me and that I would hate for anyone who has a period to not know about because I think it's a real disservice uh, and you can beat yourself up a lot um, if you don't use or utilize this information. Secondly, my cycle is irregular. So um, it does, it's not it's not like a 28 or a 33 or anything phase really, really consistently, the length of my cycle changes. So it has been something that I've been working with for a really, really long time, um, but I haven't always been able to implement it as precisely as I would like because of that irregularity in my own cycle. So if you are someone who has a really regular cycle, you'll probably have a much easier time with this. However, I wanted to say that if you're like me and you don't have a super regular cycle, um, this information still can be helpful. So again, I just wanna reiterate, not an expert, but I so wanna get this information out because it's been something I've been talking about a lot with people one-on-one -on -one, and I just wanted to share with everybody else. So. Think about your menstrual cycle like the seasons, if you don't already think about it this way. So we can think about the follicular phase like spring. I'm just gonna go through them all and then talk about how that applies to business. We can think about the ovulatory phase like summer. We can think about the luteal phase like autumn. And we can think about the menstruation phase when you're actually bleeding like winter. So using that framework for me really helped me to conceptualize what kinds of activities are best suited to what time in the cycle. So if we think about folks without a menstrual cycle, um, folks who identify as male and, and that's their situation, their hormones are much more in like a 24 hour kind of clock where ours are much more for people who menstruate are much more on a monthly cycle. So rather than the daily cycle being what really rules us, it's how we change throughout the month. So that makes things like business planning, where everyone is saying, always says, it's good advice, but like be consistent. It's very hard to be consistent when your hormones are fluctuating so much throughout the month. So what worked for you last week may make you feel resentful and angry this week. So it's super important to just have that framework that um, even though the world is set up on a 24 hour, you know, every day is the same kind of cycle, it might not be that way for you and your experience. And what this did for me is it helped me to stop feeling like a failure because if I wasn't able to be consistent and the same every single day, um, I felt like I wasn't measuring up to some sort of standard. So once I started thinking, shifting my thinking about this away from the daily cycle and more to the monthly cycle, um, I just found that I was able to take better care of myself and be more productive um, without having periods of time where I'm like, why can't I do this? I did it last week. Um, it really helped to sort that out. So let's go back to the actual useful stuff. So if you can think about the follicular phase like spring, notice what kind of activities would feel nourishing and doable and good for you in that period. 
So for me, in the spring phase of my cycle, that's where I am right now, um, I'm usually quite creative. I'm good at big picture thinking. I'm good at planning. So things like, how do I want my business to look in two years? Or I'm, you know, trying to work on a creative project, like, you know, writing an email sequence or writing course content or something like that. I'm much better at it in this phase. So that's, I've just finished bleeding and my mind is really like excited and engaged with life again. So I try and pack all of my like planning creative projects more so not always, but more so into this spring phase. Then it comes summer, right? That is ovulation or ovulation is, is what's associated with that summer phase. And for me being an introvert, I really like to capitalize on this summer phase because it's when I'm most willing and when I enjoy meeting with other people the most. So things like um, if I'm asked to be on a podcast, not so much my podcast because like that's a bit more chill for me, but if I'm supposed to present or do something externally um, or have a lot of client meetings, like a lot of one-on-ones or anything in that way, Um, I really try and focus it more around that ovulation phase. It's not perfect, right? This is not a perfect thing for me. I haven't got it there yet, but I know that I can handle a lot more of that external front facing, even things like filming these videos. It's so much easier for me to do it in that summer phase. Spring is okay too, right? So spring into summer is pretty okay for me to do that sort of stuff, but I try and pack that in the summer phase. Autumn is starting to be interesting. So in autumn, I'm much more critical (laughs) of everything, (laughs) myself, um, things that are happening in the business. Um, I'm much more able to look through things and sort of find what's not quite right. So I use this time a lot to review our particular processes that we have or to think through like, why isn't this working? Problem solving. Um, It helps me to look at things with a bit more of a critical eye. Um, So it doesn't always happen, but I try and schedule if it sort of aligns with when I need to do it. Anytime I'm like looking through my finances or anything like that around this time as well. Um, Near the end of my autumn phase, so when it's like transitioning into winter, so like late autumn, um, I 100% need to have a lot of those external meetings moved off of my calendar. Otherwise, I get super resentful. I look at my calendar and I feel angry. So um, I really try to pack most of that stuff in like the late spring to late summer sort of situation. Sorry, late spring to like early autumn situation. And then by late autumn, so when I'm I'm coming into that luteal phase or in that luteal phase, uh, I really need to get rid of a lot of the external stuff. I don't mind working and having a full calendar, but if I have to meet with a lot of people um, in a particular day, it really starts to just grate on me and I, I feel unhappy about it. So that's one thing that's worked for me. You guys might be different. Then in winter, um, that is when I try and give myself the most chance to rest. I'm not in a place where like I can take all those days off when I'm bleeding. Um, It's just not, it's just not where I'm at in my life. But what I will do is like sometimes give myself an afternoon off. So if I'm like last um, Friday, was it just last Friday? Yeah. So it's Friday today. And then last Friday. um, So I record these in advance. FYI. So Last Friday, I was almost ready to have my bleed. 
and I took Friday afternoon off. So I, I worked in the morning, but I was like, it was just like stuff in the afternoon. I was like, I just can't, I just need to like close my eyes and rest. I had a meeting that I had to do at seven o'clock that night, but I gave myself the afternoon off. Um, and then I was lucky on the weekend. I just sort of chilled out. So I try and give myself as much rest as I can. I try and not have any meetings if I can avoid it. Sometimes I can't, but it's, it's, I try and keep them much more spaced out. Um, and I know that I can't like pack things in and just squeeze that last little thing in. Like I might be able to do in a summer phase. It's just not possible. Um, anyway, so I hope that that is helpful for you. I did want to say one more thing about business and menstrual cycle. So being consistent in terms of like putting out content consistently, whether that's on social, excuse me, on social media or like your blog or your podcast or videos, um, I highly recommend batching that shit for when you're in your spring and summer phase so that come autumn and winter, when you just like, I just can't, I just cannot be on the camera. You don't have to be but your business also doesn't suffer because consistency is really important. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend that in my opinion, um, you can just post a podcast one day and then not the next and, and really sort of gain any traction with that. You do need to be consistent. Um, but what I've found is if I take advantage of the time when I have the most energy, I create more content and then I send it out week by week, regardless of what's going on for me. And same thing with scheduling social media posts, right? So I might not feel like posting on social media when I have my period, when I'm actually bleeding, but I have posts that I've written and they're thoughtful and I've created beforehand and scheduled them in an app. I use later. I'm not affiliated with them, but that's what I use. Um, so that I know that I can show up consistently in my business, create content consistently. So there's momentum and traction around what I'm doing, but still giving myself permission to flow with those natural cycles that I have. Um, so I hope that was helpful. If you, um, schedule your business around your menstrual cycle or your work around it, I would love to know in the comments below. Um, if you're enjoying this video and you want to learn more about how to use Instagram to grow a genuine community around you and your work and your message, then sign up for my free Instagram workshop. Link in bio. It's over an hour long. I give you all my good stuff. Um, and it's been super helpful to a lot of people so if you're wondering how to use Instagram in a way that it's like not about marketing, it's just about community and relationships, which I think for a lot of yoga teachers, we do really well. Um, check it out. Link in bio. Um, if you're using your menstrual cycle to plan your business, comment down below. I'd love to know what you're doing.